I have some notes on the process of unbecoming because just as much as I love learning more about myself and analyzing the person that I've become, on the parallel side, I love the process of shedding and the process of unbecoming. Unbecoming who I thought I was in order to continue the search of who I am. It's this constant loop. Maybe this journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you, so you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. This quote by Paulo Coelho is the ultimate guide to unbecoming. It's from his book, The Alchemist, and it's one of my favorite quotes, something that I really resonate with. Fall is so special, such a special time for so many reasons. It's the Earth's wonderful reminder that when things come to an end, it can be just as beautiful as the beginning. The shedding of our leaves, it's this process of unbecoming. But at the very root of it, why is unbecoming so important? Why am I so obsessive over this idea of constant change and the shedding and the rebirth, the constant growth. Why is it so important? Why are we meant to grow and accumulate all of these distinct parts of ourselves just to one day tear it all apart and burn it down, wipe the slate clean, and begin again? Simply because we can. And the repeating of this process over and over only strengthens the bond we have with our true selves, and it weakens the bond that we have with our ego. And it's one of the many reasons that makes unbecoming so important and so vital to constant growth. But not just constant growth, it's, it's the secret to really being who you actually are versus a version of yourself that you've created and you've just become accustomed with. Unbecoming, it really strips down different parts of you and it forces you to become okay with letting go. And the more okay that you are with letting go, the easier it, the easier that it is to live in this life and to be human. It's such a necessary process that we always have to keep going through. And I feel like that's the reason I can't stop talking about it is because every time I sit down to record and I want to, you know, come together with my thoughts, I need to acknowledge the fact that there are there are parts of me that have shedded since the last time I've talked to you. You know, constantly our brains are changing with every different stimuli from the outside world. There is a reaction inside of your brain and it fundamentally changes who you are. So when you go about your life and you experience new things, it's changing your brain. So every single second of your life, you know, you're changing. I think it's important to mention that unbecoming can include a process of detachment from what we have in this physical world and attachment to material items whether it's a car or house, financial status, physical partner, job, clothes, whatever it may be, letting go of our attachment to these things is 
part of the process. And take a note that this is not the same thing as not having them. You don't need to sell all of your things and move to the streets in order to achieve, you know, this peak higher self-stability. In fact, I would encourage you to not do that and to simply look at what you have and detach yourself from it, meaning that you do not place any of your worth or invest any of your own validation on these material items. Would you still be okay with who you are without any of the attachments, any certifications, any degrees, any status? Would you still know who you are without these things? This is a vital part of unbecoming. Unbecoming is getting to that root. It's finding out, well, who am I? Who even am I without these things? You know, who am I as I came into this world and who will I be as I leave it? To the consciousness that is not inside of us, but localized around us, around our physical body, but not in it. That is who we truly are. We are that consciousness. I call this process of unbecoming a process because it is. It's not definitive. It's not one and done. It's always ongoing. The trees shed their leaves every year, and we never question the tree that has lost all of its leaves because we trust that they will return in the next season, fuller, brighter, doubled in number and size, and the tree will have expanded. We have this trust, so why can't we give ourselves the same grace? We can look at ourselves barren and love ourselves just as much as when we are full. I realize now that I do sound like a broken record sometimes because of how much I love to talk about this phenomenon of change, the constant change, the constant growth, the process of unbecoming. It's a journey, and sometimes I need to hear these things a couple hundred times to really get it. I've noticed that the universe does this. The universe will constantly remind us and re-remind us and Make us go back and retrace our steps in order to fully learn a lesson that we need to learn. And if we ever start to forget, we'll be reminded. And I used to be so afraid of retracing my steps. I never wanted to have to go backwards or have to revisit and rehash things from the past or places from the past. But right now I'm noticing that if I do have the trust that I say that I have, the trust in myself and the trust in the universe. And if I fully have confidence in the person that I've become, then I should have no problem retracing my steps. I should have no problem going back to the same places that maybe have hurt me. Whether that's a physical place or a mental place is that you can return to those places without dwelling on it. It's not the same as dwelling on the past. It's more so returning to that place, showing yourself that you have changed and that you have new tools in your tool belt, that you have become this different person, that this place, this old place of either shame or guilt or confusion, they don't affect you the same way anymore. And you can revisit them and you can sort of fine-tune those cracks in yourself and notice, you know, what parts of me are still hurt from here? What parts of me still get triggered? 
And you can do this in like a healthy way. It doesn't need to be like you completely go back on old habits. It's more so you can go back and notice how you've changed based off of how you react now in this very moment with who you are right now versus how you maybe have reacted to that situation in the past. I think this is really validating and it really shows you how much you have grown and why this process of unbecoming is one of the biggest tools that we have to our own growth. Going backwards, taking steps back, or just relearning lessons, it shouldn't be deemed as something that's bad. It shouldn't be deemed as shameful. It's not shameful to go back. You should take a lot of pride in the fact that you are strong enough to go back and face what has hurt you in the past or what has sort of given you these traumas that you have to carry with you in your daily life, that you have the ability to go back and face them again with your newfound sense of self. I actually wrote a journal entry that kind of captures a little bit of the process of relearning and what it kind of feels like to constantly have to relearn a lesson until you fully realize what the lesson actually is. And I will share it with you. This is back from April of 2022. Be patient. You don't want to rush this process. It's okay to ask for help. If you stop focusing on what is outside, you will realize that the true issue is what is inside. And you cannot go on. You cannot move forward until you come to a stop. Rearrange the parts, clean them, get new ones, and put yourself back together. If you keep rushing your healing, you will continue to break down. You will have to keep going back and retracing your steps and reliving your mistakes and your past. The universe will make it so. Until you learn your lesson, you will not stop living it. That's the end of the entry. It's beautiful. And that was from an entirely different season of my life, but the message is the same regardless. And I can say that after I wrote this, I really did come to a stop and I decided to change gears. And it's taken me here. It's taken me on this completely different direction that I didn't really see myself going on. But now that I'm here, I'm happy, I'm content, and I'm growing through it. Unbecoming is one of the bravest things that we can do. In unbecoming, you take the ego out of the driver's seat of your life and allow yourself to live with no pride, to not know the answers, but to trust that you don't need to, that you don't always need to have an answer. Anyways, I encourage you to take advantage of the Earth's energy right now as we are in this fall season and shed some of yourself, shed some of your leaves, become the barren tree, take a look at who you are and we are preparing to go into more a season of more reflection and retracting back into ourselves. It's only natural, you know, that we flow with how the seasons change I always notice that during the summer months, I I take a lot. I become a taker. 
not in a bad sense. It's just, you know, I'm taking in a lot. I'm doing a lot more things. I have more energy. I'm, you know, just kind of all over the place. And then fall and winter come around. It's very introspective. A lot of shedding of the things that I've gained and just sort of looking deeper within coming back to myself. It's kind of just, it's really comforting, you know, along with all of like just the warmness of the months, not the warmness coming from external sources. Like obviously it's getting colder, but that's when we retract in and you start reaching for those different spices that are going to warm you up and fall soups and warm teas. And it's just, it's comforting in a way. It can turn into a little bit of a dark time, but this is this is key to our introspection. So we are entering into this season, and right now it's just time to allow ourselves to let go, to allow ourselves to shed these leaves and to release what we don't really need to carry with us anymore because it might be time to breathe new air, turn the page, and write new chapters. You only lose what you cling to. So anything that is particularly hard to hold on to is likely not an actual part of yourself, not a true part of yourself. What is truly you requires no clinging. It just is as you are. You only lose what you cling to. And just a reminder that we are currently in Libra season, our lovely balanced air sign ruled by Venus, the planet of love. Let Libra season pull you back to equilibrium, remind you that balance is necessary. This living thing is meant to be fun and not taken so seriously. So remember that side of it. Feel into that balance of life. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Unbecome what isn't you and start over as many times as you need because you're worth it. This life is worth it. Take a deep breath into your belly before we go today. Breathe in. And let go. Thank you for being here. I love you. <laughs>